Welcome to episode 53 of For the Love of Guns. My name is Jason Schaller, and I have another great interview for you today. It's with Austin Alger from Mantis. Now, if you don't know what Mantis is, Mantis has, well, three main products to help you out with your accuracy with firearms, both dry fire and live fire. And we're going to get through that today in this interview, plus He's going to give us a little bit of a peek behind the curtain of what we can expect. Before we talk to Austin, it's time to pay the bills, and this episode is brought to you by you. You're the reason that I can continue to bring you content, both video and audio. And I need your help to continue that mission. It's real simple. I just need you to go to www.trb.fyi and go up in the menu, click Partners and discounts. Now I did say partners and discounts. That's right, I can save you money by helping the channel. And it's gonna cost you no more than you're gonna spend already. And in some cases, with the checkout codes, it'll cost you less. Now if you go there, you'll see all the partners that are helping me bring you content. When you click on that link, it'll take you to their webpage. You'll go shopping on that webpage. And a small portion of your purchase will come back to the channel so I can continue my mission of bringing you content. Now, with the bills paid, let's talk to Austin. Austin, tell me about your love of guns. I'm Austin Algar. I'm president and co-founder of Mantis. Excited to be here talking with you, Jason. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. I mean, it's funny. We've been talking for a couple of years now. It's hard to think that the product has been out that long. Um, you know, this year, you've had a really good marketing push with some really big names in the shooting industry uh, starting to put out content. Well, it's, it's good. I mean, what I'm most pleased, obviously, I love the publicity. It's, it's good for business. But uh, I'm thrilled is that what we've seen over the last, we're now in our seventh year, which is crazy, um, yeah. a shift towards broader and broader acceptance of training and efficient training and effective training and dry fire training and everything that we've been kind of preaching for a while here is that's becoming more and more mainstream. So if you look at, you know, uh, media channels of publicity five, you know, four, three, four, five, six, seven years ago, it was all go, here's the gun, go shoot it, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Very little emphasis on training and, and you're seeing more and more emphasis on training, which we're just thrilled about because if anything is really going to preserve the second amendment, and continue to, to bolster our industry, it's responsible gun ownership, which means that you need to be proficient and competent with the uh, the firearms you choose to own. So we're thrilled that the overall trend seems to be going in an upward direction. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, one of the things is we go through uh, the past couple of years, we keep on hearing the stats of how many new gun owners are. But I, I always said that we have all these new gun owners, but how many of them bought their token one box of ammo? And then it sat in the night drawer. And of course, ammo was really short back then. Um, and that's where dry fire kind of fits in because, well, quite frankly, you don't have to go to the range to, to start working on the basics and, and get that proficiency with that firearm. And that's what I love about this product is that, you know, well, you actually have three products we're going to talk about today. But like we, we talk a little bit about the, uh, the Mantis X line. You have a trainer that bolts onto your gun. It tells you what you're doing and you even have little videos you can watch of how to correct that, which is which is awesome, especially for people, let's just say in non-gun friendly states that mm -hmm. are afraid, you know, they're afraid to be outed as a gun person, right? Right. They can right. they can get that proficiency at home and no one will ever know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's kind of the secret sauce, right? Is that uh, you don't have to make a public appearance to be be perfectly competent yeah so now what's the mission of mantis i know you have a mission i mean you've been around for seven years now talk a little bit about that so in a, in a broad sense a general sense we want to help every shooter at every level improve so we want to have products that we offer both in terms of hardware and software capability that if you're a shooter at any point along the spectrum from you know brand new to world-class you know top tier world champion shooter we want to provide a solution for you in the middle most of us fall in the middle there, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. We have a solution to approve you. Uh, and as part of that quantitatively is that our, our goal is we'd love to help a million shooters a year. And so that's our on paper goal that we're marching towards. Um, 
sometimes more rapidly than we think and sometimes not rapidly enough, but we're, we're making significant progress towards that goal and we think we'll get there very, very soon. Now, customer service is very important to, to Mantis because, you know, uh, I guess, uh, you know, about two years ago when I started working with your products, that was one of the things I actually tested where I actually used a different email account away from the media account to ask questions because, you know, I had some tweaks and things like that I needed to do. And those people were like right on it. I mean, they they got on there and they answered my questions and they they spent time with me to figure out that product. Um, and one of the things that I thought was really cool was actually job requirements to work at Mantis. Doesn't matter what you what job you apply for. Uh, I'm gonna read this off. You must already own a Mantis X and love it. You've seen the future and you wanna be part of realizing that potential. Number two, you must shoot a 10 shot average of 90 using Mantis X, which you have to work a little bit to get there, right? I mean, this is not something that the average person can just pick up and you're going to have to work on it, um, which I love. The last part of that statement is we eat our own dog food. And finally, you must be ferociously, uh, uh, ferociously and independently capable to do whatever needs to be done. We're small and agile, not a cushy corporate gig where you cash a check while hoping for that elusive fulfillment. We don't work stupid hours. We work smart, balancing life and passion. I mean, you are building a culture right from the beginning of the people who are gonna work for you. Um, you know, they know the products, they're using them. Um, you had to have used it just to get the job. And then you're, you're, you're reinforcing that whole customer service because these people are passionate about the product. Does that cause you a little bit of problem with getting people or do you finding that people know about this and they're just like, yeah, I want to be part of that. It's a great question. So I, I don't care if it's a, uh, I don't I would say it isn't. In fact, it's a great filter because it filters out. It makes it a lot easier for us, right? We, we get fewer applicants, right? We get more quality applicants. Ultimately every product we put out there are products that solve our specific problems that we need for us specifically. And we're not gonna put anything out there. I mean, you might have a request, we do something for you, but like ultimately it has to be for us first and foremost. And so we're building the products we wanna build for ourselves and taking it to the world. And then we're building the company that we want for ourselves and taking that to the world too. So it's not just a um, a token gesture towards, you know, this is what we wanna do. It's really at our core of what it is. If we really wanna service our customer, like we would wanna be serviced, we have to understand our products. It has to be ingrained, not just I can bring in a new customer service rep and train them on the product, but if they don't care about training at their core, yeah. they don't care about improving at their core, uh, their ability to service the customer is going to be greatly deficient. Um, so again, it, and, and across the board, from a marketing perspective, from a sales perspective, if you can't, yes, we could find a great sales guy that you know is great at selling crescent wrenches and comes across and, hey, you want to sell gun stuff too. If he's not inherently... Um, drinking the Kool-Aid of, of our core mission, then he's going to be far less effective and far, rest, far less representative of who we are as a brand and a company. So yeah, we're behind it hundred percent and hasn't, hasn't held us up at all. Awesome. Um, and our, I would say our jobs um, listings, we do have some very specific ones, but we also leave it open-ended if people have an interest and we think that there's a fit with the culture and capability and opportunity here, um, then we're having the conversation. Now we're not infinitely large, so we can't accommodate everybody. Um, but we have some great people that, you know, on paper didn't fit. It's kind of like square peg round hole. Um, yeah. but we found an opportunity for them to work because it was the right fit culturally and capability wise, just need a little bit of figuring out where that new placement was. That's awesome. Cause most places are kind of very, they're very rigid, right? I mean, I've, I've been in it for over 25 years. I've seen companies that are very rigid and I've seen companies that are very, uh, they're very flexible. It's, you know, do we have the right person? Um, are they the right fit for us? And those are the people that build teams that stick around and really are high performers. And that's what kind of, when I was reading that, that's what stood out to me. I was like, when I'm hiring people, that's kind of my hiring process because I'm looking, you know, I can fill a seat, but I'd rather work a little shorthanded and fill it with the right person. 
And that's, that's immediately what came out to me when I saw those. Yep. The right person in the right seat. Everyone rolling in yep. the same direction. That's the key to success. So, um, and, and we don't have any, I think as you get to a certain size, you know, if you were to say working for Glock or Smith and Wesson or SIG or something like that, you know, they have very rigid things that they needed. And it's not never our desire to be a 2000 person organization. Um, yeah. It's our desire to serve as a million people a year. And we can do that with a very small, nimble, competent, capable organization with very strong processes and systems in place. But we don't have a desire just to be big, just to be big. We want to be right first and foremost yeah. and, and kind of fulfill our, our company mission. Well, and at that point, you're kind of trickling down the company mission all the way down to the customer, through every level of the company, all the way down to the customer. It's one mission. You're you're serving it and everybody is taken care of. Right. Yep. That's our goal. Now, I hear the initial testing was with rubber bands and an old cell phone when you guys were initially had the idea. Is that really how Manta started, or can you shed a little light onto that? Yeah, if you're going back way into the archives, this would be eight years ago. So 2014, we started doing R&D on this thing. So we have this concept of, like, we want some quantitative data to approve our shooting, right? And the question is, can we get quantitative data, and how do we get that quantitative is a useful format, and how do we massage it? Like, infinite questions to ask. This question number one is, what data can we collect? And we, we use, you know, IMUs, which are inertial measurement units, have gyroscopes and accelerometers in our systems. Um, and we know that cell phones have those, right? You have games that you, yep. I don't personally play them, but you know, it, it, it yep. tracks the, of the phone. And we're like, if we put this on a gun, can we pull in the raw data and look at the data? And so that was our first, and I actually have a, a picture of it. I could share with you at some point in time, but of, we had a Glock and we rubber banded a phone to a Glock and it had a special app we downloaded that took those raw data points and measured what was going on through the, through the, uh, pre and post the shot process. Um, it didn't work very well. Uh, you know, a rubber band is going to flex no matter how tight you have yeah. it on there. Um, but, but that was kind of concept. the genesis to say, okay, we're not getting any good data. we got to try a different approach. So kind of like you know, Thomas Edison, and, and of course, never, ever would we recommend that a final product be rubber banded to a gun. But, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, part, part of the discovery and exploration process is similar to, you know, Thomas Edison tried a thousand filaments before he found the one that worked. And so there's, and he says, I didn't fail a thousand times. I just found out a thousand things that didn't work. And so yeah. that's how we view you know, both past and current and most likely lots of future efforts is there's a lot of discovery and exploration that happens of stuff that doesn't work, but ultimately we find stuff that does. And that's kind of funny because technology changes so fast, right? I mean, you, you may have a concept that doesn't work right now, but it might work next year. Right. You know, with with technology catching up, it, it's really the the limits of your imagination. And if if that idea, you know, like you said, the, the Thomas Edison, I found a you know different ways of not doing it. That might be a, a future product in the future. Yep, there's lots of those. Awesome. Yeah, it's that's the greatest thing about a technology company is just the the minds behind this stuff, just coming up with ideas and then. How do we do this? And then finding the right products. I mean, it's it's really cool. I mean, if you talk about it, I'll I'll pull mine out. I've got my my Mantis X10. I mean, your initial thing of rubber banding a phone, okay, you know, it, it doesn't work, but now you have a product that big that goes onto your onto your gun, and it doesn't care if it's a rifle or a pistol. It just right. goes on as long as you have a pick rail, goes on, and then it captures all that data and sends it to the phone, the, the actual computer or a tablet or whatever you're sending it to. Um, Cause you're using something that we're carrying with us every day to capture that data. You're, you're, you're sending, you're sending that data for analysis to, which is so cool. Yeah. Remarkable. And certainly 15 years ago was not possible. Like yeah. I said, technology advances and it unlocks capability we had previously considered. Um, just even the base case. So you're you're absolutely right. And then and you think about it, the the speed of these things are just getting so fast now that I mean these are almost a computer in your pocket. They are. And there's a whole generation of people growing up wondering why we need PCs. Yeah. They have <laughs> they have something in their pocket that's the same thing. So. Well, and it's funny because I, I think about it, you know, just with the cell phone like this one, um, 
I can project this up to a TV and I can have a, you know, I can put a Bluetooth keyboard. This is, this really could be a computer if I wanted it to be. Yeah. It's, I mean, truly the, the human is the, is the limitation of that device. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Now your products come with a 45 day money back guarantee mm -hmm. and they're also made in the U S can you talk a little bit about the guarantee and where are these products made? Great question. So we are in the lovely state of Illinois and everything is, is made here. Um, we do source components from across the country. Uh, you know, our boards come, our, our circuit boards come from a company out in California. Our, our housings, the injection molded housings come from actually a, a local place here in Illinois, about two miles from our offices. So everything's done here. So we just want to maintain total control over the quality process. And if there's any obviously last minute changes or tweaks or modifications that need to be made, we like to be involved with that. Um, so yeah, 45 money day, uh, 45 day money back guarantee, uh, is, is just another level of assurance that if you're not sure you're into training, um, or want to commit to training uh, with our products, there's, uh, there's an out for you. We're trying to get people over that hump of, you know, Hey, I'm going to buy this new piece of fitness equipment. Am I really going to use yeah. it? Um, and what we're saying is that like it, you are, you're going to use it cause you're going to enjoy it and you're going to improve. And the more you improve it, the more you improve yourself, the more you're going to want to use it. So, uh, that's in place. And frankly speaking, I'm, I'm not front lines on the customer support team, obviously, but I, I, I don't hear reports of people taking us up on that. Now, can they? Absolutely. And I'm sure that happens occasionally, but it is so rare uh, because people see the inherent value that happens. Um, we never have those, but it's available. We want to make sure that we take care of people uh, just like we would want to be taken care of. Well, that's the greatest thing about it. Uh, I mean, you didn't go 30 day, you went 45 day, you added another 15 day to what everybody else does. You're truly making sure that that product is meeting that customer's demand. I mean, if, if you can't figure out 45 days, whether this thing's going to work for you or not, it's sat in a box. Right. Right. Yep. It gives you plenty of time to try it out. Now I'm going to bring up a, one of your web pages here. Let's, uh, you know, I was talking about, you know, the, the X series here. I have a, I have the X 10. Mm -hmm. Now you have several different versions of the, the, the X, um, the X 10 is, is the top of the line. I mean, the one thing I really like about the X 10 is that, you know, rifle, pistol, shotgun, and archery. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's basically, if you have a device that propels something, this pretty much does it. <laughs> You're right. Um, I've I've even put this on to an airsoft gun to test it, and and it works. Yep. So airsoft, CO two, simulation, force on force, all that kind of stuff. It it works on it. So yeah, you're right. If it if it shoots something, if it projects something, um, or doesn't, I mean, it can be dry fire as well. We use fire, most often yep. we use pellet pistols for demonstrations at trade shows and when we're on the road. It will often demonstrate them just dry fire and it works great in that environment as well. So if it's something that's designed to project or propel something out of it, um, then yes, it works with it. Awesome. And then you have the, like the X3 and the X2, mm -hmm. which I believe the difference between the X3 and the X2 is X2 is dry fire only. X3 can do live fire, correct? That's correct. Yep. Exactly right. Cool. And then obviously the X7, if you're just going to do shotguns, you can just buy the the X uh, the X seven. You don't have to buy, you know, the X ten. Um, just right. the X ten is. I, I like it. It's kind of the Swiss Army knife of of the X series. It just kind of does everything. Yep. Yep. It's it's a pretty powerful tool. And then um, let's see here. Now we're going to talk about the adapters because obviously we got to connect this thing to the to the um, the actual gun itself. So let me bring up the adapters. Now, one of the things I'd like to say is, you know, that you've hit the big time when you have a, um, the 3d printing world catches up to you. <laughs> um, cause, cause I know when, uh, when I first had this a couple of years ago, you know, there wasn't as many choices for firearms as there are now. I mean, pretty much if it's, if it's a, um, you know, if it's a popular firearm, you have an adapter for it. But back then we didn't, so we just kind of everybody, even I'm remixed a couple of things that come up with 
base plates of, of guns that you, you didn't have. But now, I mean, there's the Beretta 92 FS. You have your Magrail, your, your CZ-75s. I mean, the Compact, the P-Series, the Glocks. I mean, just about everything. If you have a gun, you can attach this thing because you you can attach it to the magazine, mm-hmm. which is, and trust me, for those in the audience that, that doesn't understand attaching to the magazine, you know, you, you want to attach it to the pick rail. It's just normal. When you start pulling the firearm out for the holster analysis, you're going to realize why you want it onto that magazine. Yep. Um, and that, that's the coolest thing about this is you're, you're really just looking at what's out there for firearms. What are people using? I mean, you even have a SIG rail for a P225. I mean, how many 225s do you see on the market? I mean, it's just not, it's, you know, they don't make them anymore, but there it is. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, our, obviously our goal is to help every shooter improve. And so if every shooter is going to improve, they got to have a way to attach this to their firearm. Um, so we have lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of adapters um, for right. not for everything, obviously. And we respond to customer requests and build stuff out as as demand warrants. With the X10, you actually get that universal adapter right there that you have your hovering right. over. That's included with the X10. That works basically on all firearms. Isn't quite as custom. You know, the, the other ones replace the mag floor plate. This does not. It works. But it works. It, yep. it works because my wife has a Beretta 85. So it's a it's a smaller version of the 92. Shoots 380s. And when when I got the the X10, she she wanted to play with it. So I just stuck one of these on the bottom of her mags, and off she went. Mm-hmm. And it it totally works. Yep, it works great. Awesome. So so how do you guys come up with the ideas for? Hey, we're gonna have this are you are you just looking at market demands or do you i mean i know you you're talking about customer requests um mm-hmm. so is that a little more proactive than reactive or maybe a combination of the two both so like i said first and foremost we, we build products for ourselves so in the case of adapters if there's someone on our team that has a gun that doesn't have a rail or they want an accessory for it it gets designed and built <clears throat> and then second of all we respond to customer demand so in a reactive sense, uh, customer inquiries come into our support team. Those all get all the suggestions and ideas get aggregated and placed in a certain uh, place within the company, and they get tackled and 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 corrected or fixed or engineered to to meet that customer need. So, yes, we're both proactive and reactive in terms of our our product development. I I love what you're saying there. If somebody on the team has something we don't have, that goes back to the whole "you eat your own dog food," right? Yeah. It's like, well, I want to use my product, but uh, I don't have this. Then you just, okay, well, here's the design team. Let's go. That's right. Let's go. Awesome. So now probably one of the, the product that most people probably understand from you the most is Laser Academy. Now, I remember when we were talking, let me bring Laser Academy up here. When we were talking, you on the website you were teasing about laser academy back then i remember trying to pry information out of you and you're like yeah you're just gonna have to wait mm-hmm. um and then laser academy came out and it was uh, honestly one of the coolest things um because nobody had a system like this out there um i know I'm gonna, there's laser academy so i got so many tabs open here um Talk to me a little bit about this. So for those listening on the audio side, you obviously won't be able to see this, but um, you have these targets and I'll hold, here we go. I lost my mouse. Um, So you have these targets, right? And then you launch the app on your phone and it uses the camera to grab the target. And what I thought was cool because, you know, most, systems don't understand targets you came up with the smart targets where you have kind of these barcodes here that system knows what target this thing is and what's really cool is some of these modules i think i've tested it out to six targets all at once and it knew every single target um it lined up on the barcode and just knew that target was and where the hits were hitting from the laser 
Um, how did you guys come up with the idea of the smart target? Were you guys just annoyed at the market with everybody else that <laughs> target? Yes. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna draw around, and this this is kind of my target. Yeah. I mean, we want to keep it simple, stupid, right? The KISS method of like, we want to make it easy to use. And if I'm setting up a target where I put a target on the wall, I put my camera in front of it and I have to tell, I basically tell the app how to score what I just shot. Like it, all, all that, all those steps just keep me from doing what I'm trying to do, which is train. And so we're trying to get them into the training. You, you, you start this thing up, targets on the wall, boom, you're ready to go. And you're ready to get knee deep, eyeballs deep with, with training and whatever regimen you want to do. So you're absolutely right. You can set up as many targets as you want to on the wall. It automatically recognizes them. And there's a bunch of different specific drills and courses for each target. You know, lots of different, very, very fun activities that, that build your skills very, very effectively. So we're very excited. It's been out just over a year. Uh, super excited at the adoption rate of it and people's acceptance of, wow, this is a capability I never imagined we could have possible. Um, before, it was just shooting at a single static target um, after, you know, more extensive setup. <laughs> And, and and now it's it's really unlimited capability. And that's the that was the thing. I remember when I first got the Laser Academy and I did the the video on it. I remember I was I had this great idea. I'm going to do seven days of Laser Academy. You know, each each day for a week, I was going to put out a video. And man, I'll tell you, people don't. If you don't realize how much work you can get in on this stuff, there's a lot of things you could do. I mean, I. I did seven days and I ran, you know, I ran out of days before I ran out of things I could do with laser. Academy. <laughs> um, and then even now you, you, you've expanded it. There's, there's so many more things. Um, one of the coolest things I think you guys came up with, I'm going to bring it up for those of you on the audio side, I'm sorry. Um, but Christmas time, the diehard expansion pack. Yes. Were, were you guys just sitting around in an office going, Huh. <laughs> there's That's, a lot of that. I mean, I, that. Yeah, there's not a lot of, of sitting around the office just going, huh? But there's a lot of sitting around the office sharing ideas. And so, yeah, people have creative ideas and it can go from anywhere in the company. And if it's something worth pursuing, we'll pursue it. So those listening can't see it, but it's a it's an expansion pack where it's a special target where we're all familiar with the scene and you have Bernie building, shirtless guy, gun pointed at him, right? Hostage situation. And, uh, and his wild card, right, is a, is a gun taped to his back. And uh, so we ship some some Christmas tape, a little while. <laughs> yeah, a, special, a special hostage target that you have to hit accurately um, in order to save the hostage. Uh, and if you want to tape the gun to your back as part of the process, we we love that. It's all part of the shtick. Because <laughs> that was the funniest thing is is when I saw this and I saw that that tape. That is the packing tape that was used in the movie. I mean, it, it had the whole season's greetings with the, you know, the, the, um, uh, the berries and the, uh, I'm trying to remember what it is, not holly, but, um, mistletoe, uh, mistletoe, mistletoe. Uh, um, I was like, wow, that is the coolest thing in the world. And the greatest thing is, is that if, you know, you wanted to shoot this, you didn't have to buy the expansion pack. You could download the target, print it out, stick it on the wall and Christmas day, you can, when this thing released, you you could just start shooting it. Yep, yep, yeah. Well, uh, not everything we do makes money. Um, <laughs> it's still no, worth it, but it's, it's but it does. Where uh, we want to throw something out there that would be that would be fun and engaging, and I think we succeeded in that. It it does drive loyalty though, right? Because this is th this is you know a new thing. You also have the the Konomi target, mm -hmm. um, which I just I just. When when this came out, I just laughed um, because why? Well, I, if I grew know, up back then. Right? I know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when that came out, I was just like, I I never would have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I we're not, obviously, if you don't know, you don't know, and if you know, you know, and people can download the target, play around with it, see what happens. But uh, that was a fun one to develop as well. Now you have two models. Yeah, the Laser Training Academy standard and the, the portable. portable. Mm -hmm. So let me bring up the uh, the standard here, which is the one I have, um, which is kind of cool because it has the portable plus a few extra things to it. Yep, exactly um, right. So you, you have the full-size target, and I know I have it over here. 
So for those of you on in, that can see, this is the difference between the sizes of the target. Let me come off of the web page here so you can see what I'm talking about. So they're the same targets. They're just a different size. So they're portable, mm -hmm. um, which is which is cool. So if you're, you're just traveling and you know you have no idea how many times back when I used to travel, sitting in a hotel room, you get bored out of your brains. Um, and for me, I, I traveled with my firearm. Um, I used to try to go find gun ranges. Now, now I would just sit there and just stick the stuff right up against the wall and just start shooting in the hotel room. But that's the coolest thing about this stuff is that with it's, it's so portable, it doesn't matter. You're, you're taking away the whole argument of, I don't have time to train. Yep. You can train anywhere. Yep. Basically, as long as you're not going to get arrested for showing a firearm, you can train. Yep. Yeah. We're, like you said, there's lots of barriers to people training. There's cost, there's time are the, are the two biggest factors. And then there's just, is it useful? Is it effective? Is it meaningful? Is it engaging? Because training, that could be uh, not fun. You know, we, we all go to the gym more than we do. We don't, it's not particularly engaging or fun and we may not feel like we're making progress. So a lot of what we do is focused around not just providing something that's, that overcomes the cost and, and, uh, time objections, but also meets the need of actually showing improvement and making it fun and easy to use. So we're continually reviewing that and trying to make our products better and better in that way. Because, yeah, you know, one of the things I use Laser Academy for, um, and I'll be honest, sometimes I don't even put the camera up. Um, I just have the target up on the wall. And mm -hmm. so for like me, I have, I have bad knees, bad back, bad shoulders. I, I'm like falling apart. Um, you know, it's getting old sucks. <laughs> um, it's, but it's I not have for these, seasons, that's for sure. Yeah, I have these exercises I have to do, and it's it's these side steps, and and I'm not going to bore everybody with it. Um, but I I will sit there with the you know the laser in my gun, the target up on the wall, sometimes a camera, um, and then I will back here in the studio. I will go back and forth, and I will do my dry fire training as I am doing my physical therapy. Love and it. what's so fun, what's so funny is when I started doing that. I remember going to physical therapy one time. And so, you know, I just got my hands by, by my side and you're supposed to do these side steps. Well, one time I forgot and I'm like acting like I have my, I'm doing my dry fire inside the physical therapy. And my therapist was looking at me like, <laughs> okay. And That's he knows, great. he knows that I, sh uh, that I shoot and he knows that, you know, I used to do competition shooting and he's just like, that's a first for me. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, because we were we were actually working the whole program around uh, getting back into competition shooting, and and he's just like, I'm just not used to seeing somebody. Like, I'm like, sorry, that's just it's habit now. I mean, that's just what it is. I do those even if I don't have the gun with me. It's just habit for me to put my hands out, right? Um, which is great. I mean, that's that's what you can do with dry fire training, right? I mean. So many people are used to indoor shooting. They're used to static shooting. Well, when you when you have this thing out, put the target up, put your camera up, and work on shoot on the move and you know moving and stuff like that. Because if you truly are doing this for defense, standing and shoot, you're you're not going to stand and keep shooting at the same place. Right. Um, and that's those are things that I tell people to do. I mean, there are there are people that. Um, they're like, I, you know, I don't know about, because I've talked to people about laser Academy. I'm like, Hey, do you have a laser bullet? And they're like, yeah, we have a, you know, I, I have one that shoot around the house. I'm like, cool. Download laser Academy because there are certain modules that are free and, you know, print out a target, put it up. Hey, if you like it, buy it. There you go. And now you have everything and then use, use it for what it, what it is. Because I mean, you have. Hostage targets, if you're an Ipsic shooter or any type of competition shooter, you know exactly what that target is. Um, silhouette headshot, IDPA. Um, this is one of my favorites. I'm placing just, you have that, which is just your regular target. But then, if you want to get really crazy, of course, I probably passed it already. You have the hunt target. And trust me, hunt target will work you 
apart. Um, when when that module released, I was like, "This is." I, I mean, I'm like this. This is God. I can't even believe I can't find it. But anyways, that that thing will work you hard. I know why. Can't. It's right there. Hunt target. Because there are three stages to the hunt target. It's just a number, just a shape, or the number, shape, and color. <laughs> um, that'll work you hard. So yeah. I mean, you're really working on engaging the brain with these tar with you know with with Laser Academy. Yeah, and you understand this, and a lot of shooters do, and a lot of shooters don't, is that shooting is a combination of physical capability as well as mental capability. And so you got to not just be able to mechanically you know, pull that trigger in an accurate manner, but you need to also make the right decisions. Uh, God forbid yeah. you actually need to use it, you need to make, you need to be a thinker um, before you pull that trigger. You need to be focused on making proper decisions um, that may make you decide to not pull out your weapon in the first place. And if you do, may, you may not want to pull that trigger. Um, and so there's more than just the physical component and we're, we're marching further and further down that path of let's do some, some neuro training as well, because that's, that's next level type stuff that everyone needs to engage in. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'll tell you, this is, um, you can see the, probably can't see it on the thing, but yeah, you can see the sticky tack that was mm -hmm. on the back of this. This is definitely one that hangs on the wall all the time because <laughs> that's the one thing I like about it is it's engaging. Um, you don't, you don't know what number or shape they're going to call. It's random. Um, and then you have to make that decision. And when you first start shooting the hunt target, it's, it's frustrating at first because you're like, where's that color and shape? And eventually you start learning the target a little bit. Um, but even then you still have that randomness that you have no idea what they're going to call. Right. Yep, and, it's a lot of fun uh, and, very, and a strong challenge, which is great. Yeah. So for those of you in the audience, dry fire training does not need to be boring. Um, I, 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 I love that it's not boring. And like we were talking about before, um, you have the portable kit. The portable kit is part of it. But, I mean, really, the standard kit is only $50 more. I mean, that's – and you get everything in the portable kit plus – you get a, another stand, uh, which I use actually as I pull this off the top of the 3D printer. Um, you get another stand. And uh, that way you can set your, your phone up a little bit higher. And um, you have all kinds of other things. Like uh, if you want to get the replacement. And this is one of the things that people don't realize with the laser cartridges is eventually you do wear out the rear cap. You can get them right here. You don't need to buy the entire cap. Right. Yep, exactly right. So about after about two or 3,000 rounds, you'll need to replace that cap. But again, cheap option to replace it. Easy to replace it. You're good to go. Awesome. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, $15 is not bad to replace a cap. I know some companies charge a lot more money for their caps, for their lasers. Yeah, I guess we could be making more money, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you could be, but th but that's the greatest thing about your product is, is that it's affordable. I mean, you're not, you know, you can get you can get this stuff. Um, you can shoot it. You can maintain it. It's there's there's not a whole lot of thought that goes into it. Um, probably the biggest thought that I that I've come up with is ambient lighting. Ambient lighting is really important when you're setting up your targets. And I know sometimes I'm moving a light around just trying to make sure because too much light, all of a sudden laser Academy shows a bunch of false hits because it's getting the glare even off the wall. Can you talk a little bit about maybe troubleshooting with that? Yeah. It's a great question. Number one, like you said, you can try different configurations. We have the ability within the application to adjust <coughs> some of those camera settings. Um, so it's very easy, very simple to adjust those settings and, and figure out the settings that work for your particular lighting environment if it's not working out the gate. In addition to that, we recently just started, um, we haven't started including, we just barely got our first shipment of and we'll be including in future kits uh, and for purchase is these, I don't have any of them right here, but they're little 
plastic lenses that slip over your phone's camera. So just like imagine um, if my phone camera just slips over the edge and over the camera and it filters out a lot of the wavelengths of light that trigger false positives in the app. Oh, so that's cool. You have the, that red masking that, that pops up. It basically eliminates 95% uh, of that. So you have a much cleaner environment that you're shooting in. It's much more flexible and portable across different lighting situations. And really, it, again, quickens the, the pace at which you can get up and running and not have to toggle with playing around with settings. So I'll yeah, send, you, send me an email and I'll send you a set so you can play around with that and hopefully it fixes all your issues. So like I yeah. said, if there's a problem or an issue out there, customer support team is there to help. And then we got additional products that help solve that problem as well. And I can tell you, you know, that's not a unique problem to just Mantis. I mean, a lot of these dry fire solutions have the exact same problem. You're the first company that I've heard, and I just heard it from you for the first time, is that you're actually fixing that. You know, it's not a problem. It's just it's it becomes an issue depending on how your room is set up. You're already thinking about how do we solve that? Right. And, and again, it's part of our, our ethos that we're just trying to solve our own problems first and foremost. So we're, we're, <laughs> we're driven by our own frustrations, uh, issues that we see, and we want to fix those quickly and efficiently. And we want that to be fixed for the, the million people a year that we hope to serve. Now, uh, I know you're short on time because you have a meeting right after this. Let's talk about your third product mm -hmm. and probably the one that gets talked about a lot, Blackbeard. Now, for those in the audience that don't know what the Blackbeard is, um, it is a bolt carrier that you replace in your AR, so your AR-15, and then uh, your magazine is the battery, which has got to be the coolest idea, right? Because most people try to jam everything into the bolt carrier. You're like, oh, you know, put a weighted magazine into there. Um, talk about the development of this, because this was, you know, there... There is another product on there, and trust me, on the market that I've tested years ago that, quite frankly, I hated. Um, I wondered about the Blackbeard until I got it, and then this thing just performed. Um, how did you guys come up with the Blackbeard idea? Well, I think us, like tens of millions of, of other Americans, we all have AR-15s that we have shot at the range and have probably done less than 10 dry fire shots with because of the enormous pain it is. To <laughs> <dry fire. laughs> right. So between, between shots, you know, you're running the charging handle, take another shot, then you break in position, run the charging handle, get back in position, um, which is, you know, not the ideal situation. Does it work? Is it effective? Is it helpful? Yes. But is there a better way? Well, that's what we, that was the, the itch we had to scratch to find out. So we worked very, very hard for uh, longer than we wanted to. To bring Blackbeard to market, but it solves that problem. So it instantly resets the hammer for you. Doesn't modify anything about the trigger function. It's a drop-in replacement. Uh, it takes 30 seconds to change it out. Less if you're faster, but more conservative in there. As soon as that hammer falls, it instantly resets it backward. So you have very again the identical. It's realistic uh, trigger weight break and reset, and it spits out a laser, 60 point of impact data. Um, massively useful for any AR-15 training. I think. Most people, when they first get Blackbeard, they spend the next two hours clearing their house or <laughs> virtually. I, in, in, I, in can't, I can't confirm or deny that I did that. <laughs> uh, it enables the thing that people don't realize unless they're, um, and this is a, well, this is something new, uh, well, new ish, I'll show you, but um, holdover, right? So hide over bore. People don't understand in a CQB situation that there's, a couple inches of experience there that you need for aim around. And all of a sudden, this enables to unlock that aha moment of, oh, okay, I'm not shooting 100 yards at the range. This is a totally different experience, and I got a lot to work on here if I intend to use this as it was intended to be used. I, You know, it's funny because I knew about Holdover, but it, I didn't really think about it until the Blackbeard because, like, in my video, I have these little laser targets that I've had mm -hmm. for years, um, and I ended up just 3D printing a disc and then taped it on there because it annoyed me that my sights weren't were on the, the laser. So I just would aim high and it mm -hmm. physically made me see my, 
that problem, right? Because me and AR has got some tall sites to it. So they're farther away from the bore and all that. Um, and I love that you're, you're talking about that because people don't realize that. Uh, I mean, we are talking about a, a, you know, a gun that's typically shoots, you know, longer ranges, hundred yards plus, you know, depending on what you're doing, but we never think, you know, we always think about sighting a rifle in at a, you know, some people sight in hundred yards, 200 or whatever. We don't think about it until you start shooting a laser around a room. That's only 12 feet wide. You're like, huh? Yeah. That's, I got to aim a couple inches lower yeah. and it, it, you just don't think about that. Yep. So it's unlocking a lot of capability that people previously hadn't been able to train for or even understand. Uh, which we're just thrilled about because it elevates the the level of shooting of everyone who's interested in developing that particular skill. Now at Shot Show, there was a couple of newer Blackbeards that have not hit the market. Mm -hmm. Would you mind talking a little bit about those? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the hard thing about product development is that it's hard, and that's why it's called hardware. Um, software is also difficult, but hardware is hard and there's a lot of hardware in what we, what we make. There's electronics, you know, chips, um, there's motors, there's, uh, wires, there's batteries, there's lots of interfaces. And so we built a couple variants of Blackbeard that we showed off at SHOT Show that, you know, the problem with, uh, something that's imperfect is that the, the engineering development cycle is longer with hardware than it is for software. So it takes us a while to Reprototype, well, re-engineer, reprototype, um, retest, see if it fix the issue, find new issues, and then go through the whole cycle again. So we have a couple of products that are close to coming on market. So this fall is when them on the market. Um, one of the products that we uh, showed there was the Blackbeard uh, for the Sig MCX. That's what this is here. This is the the Rattler. Um, so it's a different, uh, very similar but different. A bolt configuration to the existing, you know, standard AR-15 or M4 type platform that should be coming out in October or early November. Um, we also have an AR-10 version. Uh, date TBD on that will be coming out. We showed at Shot Show a PCC version. Uh, PCCs, yeah. a, that's a whole mess because every PCC is different. So it's for yeah. one particular manufacturer. Um, that's 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 popular manufacturer for PCCs, but different than um, other manufacturers. So that one uh, TBD also on that one, uh, just working on some of the supply chain issues for components, frankly speaking, on some of that stuff. And then uh, the last thing you saw at Shot Show um, that we can talk about because we don't talk about stuff we didn't show at Shot Show that's, that's still not to be released yet, but will be released in the not too distant future. And we want people to come back to Shot Show because there's lots of new stuff coming. By the way, that we don't talk about that you'll see at Shot Show. Um, so this is my, what I showed you before, this is the Blackbeard for MCX, but if I rate a little higher, now we have a, a longer magazine and you're like, oh, longer magazine, what's different about that? Well, this is the Blackbeard X. So original Blackbeard <coughs> comes with a 20 round size magazine for the battery pack, there's a 30 round size magazine for the battery pack. In addition to the battery, this magazine now holds the Mantis X in it. So all the data, all the analytics, all the coaching and all the feedback that you get from your Mantis X device is now integrated with, with the Blackbeard. So you have That's not awesome. just trigger resetting and laser emission, but now all the data analysis is part of that too. Now you're like, "That's awesome. Can I just use my existing Mantis X unit and put it on my AR-15 with the Blackbeard and have it work? And the answer is yes, you can with some limitations. Um, your Mantis X in its current iteration is really designed for fundamental marksmanship, core capability, and some uh, movement analysis. When you put it in a high-speed multi-target engagement, there's some limitations in what it can do because there's just a lot of noise in the data. And we're working hard at solving that problem, but with an integrated Mantis X in the Blackbird, what that enables us to do is, uh, because it's absolutely closely uh, integrated with everything else that's happening with the gun, because it's actually, this is the part that triggers the reset and everything else like that, uh, has perfect shot detection and perfect motion analysis. So we have a new set of drills within the existing Mantis X app. This unlocks for a high-speed multi-target engagement that analyzes the efficiency awesome. and, the, and the economy of motion in that environment. So not just looking at trigger control and, me and mechanics, but 
when I'm transitioning between targets, how efficient is that and where's my weak point? So is there any over travel? And if so, in which direction and how much we quantify what was previously unquantifiable? If I'm transitioning between two targets, how long post shot do I stay on one target before I pull off onto the next one? And how efficient is my path between targets? We quantify exactly how much that is. How much time do I spend on that next target before taking the shot? Could I have gone faster with the same level of accuracy or did I go as fast as I could have? <clears throat> or, um, so again, all these dimensions and all these breakdowns of the data to say, how can I go faster in a high-speed multi-target engagement? We give you access to all that data, we quantify it, and then we help you through a, a, a series of guided drills um, hone in on different dimensions of that type of engagement. So we're super excited for its release. It will be coming soon. Um, we'll get you a, a demo unit, Jason, so you can run and gun it um, before we have our true publicity embargo date lifted. So shoot me an email on that and we'll get that out to you as well. So we're super excited about what that capability is and what it unlocks for the shooter. And a lot of people are like, that sounds complicated. It sounds high tech. Uh, so, and, and, well, and it's, it's and it is, but it, it isn't. So what we're doing is we, we spent the last, this has taken us two years to build the software. Hardware is hard. The software in this case was very, very difficult. We went through countless iterations trying to figure out how do we analyze this data in a meaningful way. And it all of a sudden, it, you know, when you're, <laughs> I, I haven't found an accurate way to describe this yet, but when you are able to get quantifiable feedback on any scenario that you're running. So I want to set up three targets in this room in different areas. Or I want to set up 10 targets in a different configuration across three different rooms and run that four or five times and look at the data, analyze it, compare it to previous sessions, see where I'm consistent, see where I'm inconsistent, and really hone in and micro drill the heck out of whatever deficiency I have until I can improve. It's like, wow, like this is this is something I never knew I needed. But now I know what? why there's just a massive gap in understanding and capability in the training space because no one's ever analyzed this stuff before. So well, we're super excited to, to really unleash that to the market. Yeah, you're starting to work through economy of motion at that point, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's like you were saying, did I dwell on this target a little bit longer than this one? Um, you know, I'm seeing competition, you know, you, you know, use cases in competition, law enforcement, and military. Yeah. Right. I mean, you have some really um, high end shooters that would kill to have that type of information right now. Um, mm -hmm. Some of those people are it's literally life and death. And you're going to start. I mean, people don't understand exactly how much a half a second could could what it could mean in competition. It could be it could be, you know, even a tenth of a second could be the difference between first and second place. Yeah. Um, law enforcement, military, 10th of a second could be life or death. Um, those are, that's amazing that you guys are doing it. Cause it, you know, I know one of the things um, that I've seen some comments are, is it'd be nice to see more integration between products and you're, you're starting to go down that path and go, mm -hmm. okay, we don't have three products anymore. You know, now we're having a suite of products that whatever you want to use, you can start using them together. I mean, you yeah. could always could, but, you know, if you're doing uh, Laser Academy with, you know, a Mantis X, you got to have two devices. Um, mm -hmm. And now we're starting to see that that coming, you know, around. Now, I know you have a meeting coming up in six minutes. So I want to make sure that we uh, we're respectful of your time. Um, and for everybody in the audience, I'm going to have all the links down in the description. So I'm not going to ask Austin to go through all that stuff because it'll all be down there for, for you, how to get in touch with Mantis, what their products are, and all the neat stuff, all their social, social media. So I'd like to wrap up with you with a speed round. Okay. So it's just a, a quick game just to loosen things up at the end here. It's just a choice, you know, this or that choice. So okay. rifle or Rifle or pistol? What's the scenario? Just right off the top of your head, <laughs> whatever you would grab for first. If you had a, if you had a table, regardless of the situation, you had a rifle or a pistol. What would you grab first? So, from a, just a, a general interest, playing for fun, rifle. Okay. 
Red laser or green laser? Green. All right. So this is why I couldn't find the hunt target because I knew I was going to ask this. Hostage target or hunt target? Hunt target. So they're both amazing. Um, uh, once you master the hostage target, um, hunt targets where it's at because there's infinite possibilities and and you you can't. Yeah. At some point, you learn the hostage target. Important skill, you got to learn it. But once you learn it, you've learned it. Um, and you yeah. need to come back and practice it because it's a perishable skill. But, but hunt target, um, it never gets old. Yeah, it just, it just engages the brain like nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love I love when that module came out for the hunt target. And now it's just like, this is, this is awesome. Yeah. So inside of the um, Laser Academy, Open shooting with moldy target or compressed surprise break. Uh, compressed surprise break. That's my favorite too. Yep. And like then final question. To... Go ahead. Yep. No, I, I love adding stress to, to drills, right? You master the fundamentals yeah. and you add stress. Yeah, you perform under stress. And uh, sometimes things fall apart and you find your that's where you find your weaknesses. And that's when you find weaknesses, you can improve on them. And the final question, if there was only one Mantis product that you could own, you couldn't own any of them, but there's just this one, what would it be the, that you would choose? That's a cruel child. question to ask you. Yeah. What's your favorite wow. child? Um, there's a product that we're coming out with that I can't tell you about. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> how about that? <laughs> oh, you are so going to get so many emails from me now for the rest of the year. Uh, All the way up to the shot, you're going to get so many emails now. <laughs> yeah, so I, we're hoping to to have a prototype at Shot Show to show off. There's a few things at Shot Show that I'm I'm super excited to show off. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's all I can say on the matter is that I, I'll tell I you our products can get better, and so. I love them all equally. Um, the new hotness is the new hotness. And so because we've learned and improved based off the past uh, to make it even better for the next one. So um, come in January, we'll show you some good stuff. Awesome. So uh, for those who didn't go to SHOT Show, Mantis had a booth everywhere. <laughs> you, could, you could not be on a level of, Manta, uh, of uh, SHOT and not run into Mantis. I mean, they had a little, they had the big booth on the main floor, then little booths on the other two floors. Are you going to do that again this year? Or do you think your guys are going to? We are, um, you know, shot show attendance last year was good, but lighter than normal. So, but we wanted, because they've expanded into Caesars, we want to be present in all the, the different places to make sure we didn't miss anybody because really, yeah, we're trying to sell product, but we're really trying to elevate the, the awareness of training is not just something that, competitive shooters do or military and law enforcement do. This is something that everybody does. And there's demand for this stuff and you need to be a part of that. Um, whether or not you're directly engaged with it, you need to be supporting it. We need to be in part of that conversation. So this year at SHOT Show, we'll have three locations. One on the first floor, one on the second floor, one over at Caesars. Um, same locations as last year. Uh, the other interesting thing, if you were at SHOT Show last year, you probably saw our products in several other booths because our products make other products better and more fun to engage yes. with. You know, like an example of, of Blackbeard, um, if you're an AR-15 company and someone comes up and looks at your AR-15, oh, that's kind of cool, but wouldn't you rather have them like pull the trigger and see how it feels? Yeah. Uh, that's what you want, right? So Blackbeard is in quite a few booths last year and will be in, in a lot of booths this year. And the X-10, again, if you want to play with it and see how this gun shoots, you want that data-driven feedback, this is going to tell you that. So um, you'll see it's not just in our booths, but in other booths around, which we're super excited about. All right, Austin, I, you are now late for your next meeting. I want to thank you for joining us today and um, definitely looking forward to see the new products. Austin had a very tight window that he could do this, and I really appreciate him making that time in his schedule. We went about one minute over to get him to his next meeting, but we got the content in. Had to speed up a little bit in it, but still, we found out some amazing things from Mantis. Definitely go check out Mantis. I'll have all the links down below. 
Mantis will definitely help out your accuracy. And they have some great tools to help you out with your dry fire. Ammo gets expensive and I use dry fire to fill in the gaps. So that way I can continue to practice. And I work dry fire into, well, you heard on the interview there, into my physical therapy routine. Because let's face it, physical therapy gets a little boring. Dry fire can get a little boring. Well, put them together, goes through pretty fast. So again, check out Mantis. Thanks for listening. Hope you're staying safe out there. I look forward to talking to you again soon.